Hi there, this is Brian from the No Name Nerd Podcast, coming to you from the headquarters of where all nerds belong at the site of the best freaking community of nerds on the internet. My goal in this podcast is to provide meaningful and substantively useful information that will help nerds who are trying to grow their online presence and pursue personal fulfillment through their passion for nerd and geek activities. I'm here to help nerd culture grow and to help you nerds make the world a little more nerdy, and I believe better as a result. Uh, so first, uh, thanks for coming on to talk Queen Fizz. Queen Fizz is an admin on our private Facebook group, mod on our Discord server, and team captain of our Call of Duty and 3 team. Uh, she's a brand ambassador for the company and one of the people who's really taken the no-name nerd community to new heights this summer. And she also has the honor of being the first person to join me on this podcast to be interviewed. So welcome. Thanks for joining me. And, Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, glad to have you on board. Uh, both the community in general and on this first first podcast interview. So I thought I, I'd just sort of give you a chance to introduce yourself and to maybe talk a little about how you got into streaming and content creation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Queen Fizz. Uh, I started streaming uh, roughly a year ago. I streamed a lot when I was younger and working at GameStop was a lot of fun. I played games a lot. And then just decided to take it to the next level about a year ago and made affiliate. And it's been pretty fun. Well, I love it a lot. Uh, just playing games and it's like, why not stream while playing? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And, and I got to ask, actually, I didn't include this in the questions I sent you earlier. So I'm, I'm, this is my minor surprise. But you've been part of the No Name Nerd community for a long time. Can you maybe even tell me a little about your experience with that group and what it's been like? Of course, I'm, I'm biased, but uh, you've been very involved. And so I, I think maybe hearing your perspective on the No Name Nerd community would be useful, too. It's actually really funny because I'm like a very like introverted person. I don't I don't like people as much as people think that I do. I really I, I'm not comfortable talking with a lot of people at once, which is really funny being, you know, a streamer and stuff like that and try to make a career out of it. But when I joined this group, it was actually probably the most revolutionary, like, I guess, organization. Because I joined, like, org discords before that were, like, really bad. Like, just treated everybody awful. You made no progress. Like, everybody was rude. And then this one I come into, and I was here, I, I think, I'm pretty sure I was here before we hit a 1,000 members. And I was really excited to see how fast this has grown within the last year alone. So I, I love this group. It's been amazing. I've made a lot of friends, lifetime friends in this group. I don't think I'll be leaving anytime soon. It's great. Well, that's good because we love having you here. Uh, and, you know, it's funny. One of the things that I think that I should do sometime is I, I should do a survey on maybe the introverted versus extroverted uh personality types uh, on the server or in the no name nerd community because i would certainly include myself in the introverted category and uh there is as we were talking about even before the uh, podcast there's an interesting tension between the the number of introverts that exist uh, at the same time there are uh the number of introverts that exist that are interested in streaming and content creation I don't know, where do you think that comes from? It's easier to talk to people online than it is in person, 100%. I think that uh, social yeah. media and internet has gone so far, and it's actually helped a lot of people. Because for me, if I get in big crowds, I get really bad social anxiety. But I can talk to 100 people online and not feel bad at all. Yeah, you know, and, and that's actually been one of the things that I have felt 
where streaming in 2020 has really kind of mattered in a way that it didn't used to, that there are a lot of people who are either alone or living, you know, maybe just with their family and having some outlet to communicate, not just with friends and family, but just with a wider social, wider society. I think that's been really hard in 2020. And if it wasn't for, you know, streaming and, you know, content creation and this technology that we have, I think a lot of people would be, it would be a lot harder. I'll say it that way. Oh, 100%. I love streaming. Like, uh, to go back on like the uh, introvert thing, I actually really love streaming because with my partner being in the military, we're, we're moving at least. Uh, like we've been moving every year the past few years, but now we're like every two years. And so it's really hard for me to actually make friends and like get to know people within the small amount of time that we're in each place before we're moving, you know, we're moving back and forth across the country all the time. So I actually really love streaming and being in online communities where you can actually talk to people. It's helped out a lot. So it's like COVID for me was like kind of like a breeze because I'm like, well, I'm at home all the time anyway. All my friends are online. I don't talk to anybody outside my house. So it worked out. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that it, it, people who are extroverts and used to being in large crowds certainly were impacted differently than than people who are maybe a little more introverted and used to communicating online. I've got a, a good friend who is definitely an extrovert and uh, been very careful, and uh, I think suffered a great deal because she is just so used to having large groups of people over, and uh, things like that have, have made twenty twenty especially hard. You know, another interesting example I, I ran into this summer kind of related to that introverted extrovert issue is um, a student of mine was talking about how she studies with uh, studies with a friend of hers simply by going online and they don't actually talk the whole time that they just go online so they can study together. And I, I thought that was a fascinating example of how like we as human beings were just kind of driven to be around other people. But it, that doesn't always mean talking. Right. And I think that's where streams are interesting because they are sometimes people talk. And I think having engaging streams can be a great way, I realize, of growing viewers. But at the same time, sometimes it's just nice knowing there's somebody else there and like live. Oh, I agree. I, I agree 100 percent. But some streamers don't like to interact with other people and, you know, still like to have the people. It's just, it's the contact that they like. They they like to have know that they have that human contact and that human connection there without actually having to go out and do it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think what you're you're highlighting is the fact that streaming is often a benefit to the person who's streaming as much as it can be to the audience. So. So how, how would you describe your stream? What, what would you talk about as your style? All over the place. I I have a wide variety. Um, when Among Us dropped, I was really big into Among Us, but I really like first-person shooters. Sometimes I like playing solo games, like doing playthroughs. Um, I recently just did a huge playthrough. I'm going to continue doing playthroughs because I actually was I had a huge success with that one. Um, but I really like first-person shooters. They're just really popular. Typically, I try to stay like with older games, um, except when it's like Call of Duty and stuff like that. Like I obviously play that. But I typically like playing like single player older games because it's something that some people are like, oh, man, I forgot this game exists. Like, let me go watch this, see if I want to get back into it. You know, I just have a such a wide range of video games that I like. So so how do you decide? Do, do you I mean, do, do you let your viewers do you look for what's popular? Do you, uh, you let your viewers have input? Um, 
or is it just kind of whatever you feel like playing that that day or that week? Uh, I definitely let my viewers have input, but it's typically like I can be like really hard into Call of Duty one day and I'll wake up the next day and be like, man, I really just want to play, you know, Pong or something like that. You know, like you never know. It's just whatever I wake up and I feel like doing that day. Um, And then like some people that have had viewers, like I have a couple people that have been watching my stream for since I started streaming. And they're like, hey, can you go back and play this game? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'll be so I'll tell them I'm like, hey, I'll play it this day or at this time, like be sure to tune in for that. So I definitely let my viewers decide a lot um but sometimes it's just not in the mood to play what they want to see and i feel bad about it but at the same time it's like it's what i'm doing so i have to be happy too yeah that's fair i mean i think that if you aren't finding some personal satisfaction from it uh no matter how many viewers you are aren't getting like what's the point you know what i mean like if, if you got to be getting something personally out of it especially if you're doing it on a regular basis exactly i'd rather have one viewer and playing a game that i'm absolutely in love with than have you know 10,000 viewers and playing a game that I'm just not enjoying because nobody wants to watch a streamer that's not enjoying themselves. Yeah. And to, and to me, that's one of the reasons that I, I understand why there's an interest in growing followers and things like that. But I, I think that if there's not some intrinsic value to the person who's doing the stream, then it's just not, it's not worth doing. Right. And I think that in some ways pursuing that thing that is that, that, um, game or that activity that is personally satisfying, I think matters a lot more than the number of people that are watching. I 100% agree with that. So like, do you stream? Do you have a schedule that you stick to? Do you? Um, how often do you stream? I stream almost every day, obviously, with the holidays and then uh, me getting COVID that kind of dampened it. But I'm usually streaming at least like seven to 10 hours a day, every day, Monday through Friday, every day. Every time I'm on my computer, I'm usually streaming. I'm glad you're feeling better, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you sound like you're doing better. A lot better. And and do you, is the streaming, the times that you stream, is that sort of based around your own schedule? Or do you think about what might, uh, what time frames might draw the most viewers? Or are there particular audiences that you, that you look for? Uh, so I do, I do have kind of a set schedule. Like I usually, ch I try to start my stream about, 11 o'clock at the latest every day so usually i'm on my computer ready to go between 10 30 and 11 that's uh what's on my schedule and then i stream until about uh four i take a little break have some dinner and then i'm back on my computer about seven and i'm streaming until about two in the morning wow so yeah yeah <laughs> that's I, uh, my bedtime you already know that <laughs> yeah uh unfortunately i don't have a sleeping schedule but i also have really bad insomnia so i'm like what am i gonna do i'm gonna stream i guess yeah but uh, yeah i uh I do. So I like those people that, you know, I try to appeal to both like those night owls and those morning time people. So it's really nice to be able to do both of those. And I usually want to take a break. Sometimes I take a nap and eat dinner and stuff, you know, Yeah. and then get back on. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. So when you see people who are just getting started, what kind of suggestions would you have? Um, what kind of recommendations or suggestions might you have when people are just starting out streaming? don't try to make it a career 100 like so many people right now are trying to make streaming a full-time career don't don't rely on streaming being your sole income i think that's a big mistake people are trying to make they're like yeah i'm gonna you know start streaming and you know cut back on work and stuff like that but don't just keep your job stream little and build up to it and don't stream so much before you get affiliate but if you're streaming on twitch um with YouTube being a big one and Facebook being a big one too, like just wait, just wait it out. 
I think that's a mistake that a lot of people are making right now is just streaming as much as they can instead of focusing on other things that they need to. Yeah. And actually I, I will put this in as a minor plug. It's something I talked about in one of my courses about the fact that people get a little too caught up in the number of hours that they put into streaming that not, not only on Twitch can that work against you trying to get affiliate because if you put in too many hours with hardly any viewers, that's just, arithmetically going to prevent you from getting that average viewership up exactly and, and it just you, you also have to spend time you know uh learning the the skills necessary to uh cultivate your trade to network to you know stay on top of you know current trends and in, in the gaming industry or esports or whatever it is that you're keeping track of that if if all you do is stream and you're not trying to get better or you're not trying to network or grow your following in other ways that all you're going to do is just have a lot of hours. I, I agree with that. Also, um, when you're just starting out, don't, don't be solo platform. I wish I would have multi-stream because I feel like I could have grown better if I would have multi-stream, but instead I stuck with Twitch and with Twitch, when you make affiliate, you can't put that content on any other platform for 24 hours. And that has severely hurt me a lot. Like personally, like I wish I would have multi-stream and not done an affiliate contract with Twitch to start off with. Do Do you think that like Facebook gaming is going to keep growing? I know it's it's kind of taken off a little bit. I don't think it's I I don't remember the numbers offhand, but certainly not up there with Twitch. But uh, Facebook's got a lot of leverage. I think Facebook I think is one of those that if you're really into like family friendly streams like. Personally, for me, my streams are all 18 plus because I have a mouth like a sailor. Like, I'll be the first to admit it. All my streams are 18 plus. But um, Facebook, I feel, is more family friendly because I don't think that anybody, in the, most people in the world have a Facebook. So it makes it a lot easier um, to stream. I think YouTube is going to end up being the next big thing, though. Yeah, I, I, I was uh, listening to a podcast the other day and excuse me, the individual mentioned that I, I'm blanking on who it was right now, but made the comment about how on YouTube, it is one of the only locations where uh, people will search backwards in time for content. So, you know, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, if you're even on Twitch, what you're looking for is content that was either recently created or uh, is live right, right then. And that YouTube is one of the only venues where people will look for stuff that was created a year ago or two years ago. And so the, the lasting impact of stuff that is most created now on the future is, is more significant with YouTube. And also, oh, I, I think didn't... YouTube's the way to go right now. Like, I've been considering making the switch to YouTube. 100%. Can you do you post your stuff after the sort of Twitch 24 hour time period is up? No, I actually haven't been. I, I, that is like a big goal for me coming up, but I need to start doing that. Like I plan on growing a lot, hopefully within the next year. And I just, I need to start doing it. I've been lazy and haven't been doing it. I didn't have the resources to do it lately. Like I didn't have the resources to actually record my gameplay and actually go through all the editing stuff and doing it. But now that I actually have the resources to do it, it's something I am going to start doing. Yeah, that's that's one of the challenges I've certainly run into is just having the time to make stuff, put stuff into a format that you can actually deliver it into to multiple areas. So what other goals do you have for, for 2021? So you're going to lean into YouTube, spend a little more time doing some video editing, it sounds like. What, yeah, what else I, do you look forward to doing? 
I want to grow more on social media. You know, like it's it's something that's really that's helping a lot of streams right now, especially with the younger generation is growing TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Everybody has social media. Getting a Facebook gaming page up to load up clips to there and stuff like that. It's just I I just want to grow within social media a lot more than I have because, like I said, I've been really lazy with it. Um, I just didn't have the time or the effort to really do it. But now it's something that I really need to start focusing on, something I really want to do. I want to get into editing a lot more. I want to play around with uh, designs more. Like I'm really into like right now I'm really into like graphic design and making logos. And I do that for like the Call of Duty team, half the Call of Duty team. I've made their logos for them because it's something I really enjoy. And it's just I just want to learn a lot more about it and actually grow and just do basically just do everything when it comes to computers and gaming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the uh, there's fun in just learning how to do new stuff that like I, I, I don't do well when I have nothing to do. It just my, my mind turns to trying to find new stuff to learn. So uh, learning how to market yourself on a variety of social media platforms, as well as develop the the graphic, uh, the logos and things like that are, are a great way of doing that. Hey, I didn't know you did all the logos for the uh, Call of Duty team. That's yeah, cool. yeah, I did. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm hoping to put my, you know, when I start marketing, hoping to put my degree to actually use because I have a marketing management degree. So I'm hoping to actually put that to use this next year and help growing myself. So, oh, excellent. You know, I, I think that one of the things that I've, I've seen sort of changing, um, I hate saying things like this because it, it makes me sound old, but uh, I've seen changing over the past 10 or 20 years is that the role, what it means to be a brand and have a brand has changed significantly where it used to be brands were very associated with corporations. And I think that one of the things that social media has done is it's changed to branding being associated with individual people as opposed to brands being associated with corporations, right? Coke, the brand. Now it is uh, Kylie Jenner, the, the brand person. And I, I think that that's creating some great opportunities for people that maybe have backgrounds in marketing to sort of take that marketing into a different direction in terms of developing personal brand. So I think that's a great, great direction to take things in 2021. Yeah. That's the most important thing about being a streamer is you got to think of yourself as a brand, not as a person at that point, if you really want to be successful and grow, so you've got, you've got to brand yourself in the right ways. And it's good to have like that kind of background, like even if not take like watch YouTube videos and take free courses online, there's a lot of free courses for that. And it's definitely helped. Like, even though that I went and got my degree in it, I still watch free courses because Media is always changing. Everything's always changing. So it's good to stay updated with that as well. Yeah, yeah. Changing and, and perhaps even changing faster than it has in the past. Oh, definitely. There's new trends every day. Some that was trending yesterday is forgotten today, you know. All right. Before we wrap things up, Queen Fizz, are, are there any uh, last words of wisdom or messages that you'd like to put out there to the No Name Nerd community? No, I just want to say thank you to everybody in the community. I've never met a better community. And I say that honestly, like out of in the past five years when I've been trying to find a good gaming community and for good friends, this is probably the best one. So thank you for having this and making it a safe place literally for everybody. Well, I, Queen Fizz, generally I owe you thanks for being such an important part of it because uh, it's something that we couldn't, couldn't do without you. And you, you've had such a big impact on the community from... 
uh, you know, both keeping it on track and keeping it that more that welcoming and open place that it is, as well as uh, helping lead things like the Call of Duty and Three Team, and helping to wrangle the uh, private Facebook group, which is was a wild west at one point. <laughs> it was definitely is definitely uh, a fun thing to do for sure. But it is a lot better now. And it, like if you're not if you're not in the Facebook group and you are in the Discord, or you're in the Facebook group and not in the Discord. You need to be in both. Because it, it, it's a different community for each one. And it's really nice to be a part of both and seeing the difference between the two. Yeah, no, that, I like that description of it. That, um, you, As you know, I tend to hang out on Discord. But the, the Facebook community, is, and part of that's just because I don't go on Facebook that much personally anymore. But uh, they're, they're both different. And I think there's a different feel and just sort of different set of interests. But I think they're both, at this point, very welcoming and safe places for, for people to come and uh, be a nerd. Yeah, it's it's nice to meet other nerds and talk about nerdy stuff for them. It's it's so nice to actually have a community that you feel so welcome and safe in because, you know, growing up as a nerd, it was kind of like, oh, you're a nerd. That's kind of, you know, kind of like the outcast when growing up as a nerd. But it's really nice to have a community that you're like, oh, I'm not the only one. Like, I'm not alone in this, you know? Yeah, well said. Well said. Well, I want to encourage everybody to go... Uh, Give Queen Fizz a follow at twitch.tv slash Queen Fizz, two Zs. And yes. uh, <laughs> thank you again for taking the time to uh, come join me and talk with me. And she is the first of what uh, will be many interviews this year in 2021 as part of the No Name Nerd podcast. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I hope you have a good day. All right, take care. I see ya. So remember, if you are a nerd who loves to game, stream, read, watch, play, and are interested in promoting a welcoming and inclusive nerd culture, you belong with us. Just head to nonamenerd.com and join one of our online communities. If you want to get an in-depth understanding about how to grow the audience of your stream or bolster your followers, head to mynerdschool.com for professional courses for streamers and gamers looking to take their online presence to the next level. This is Brian from the No Name Nerd. Thanks for joining me.